surge in Ohio coronavirus cases is breaking records. New video from the May 30th protest and riot in downtown Cleveland shows an alarming attack by police on a man who was simply trying to enter his apartment building. And Cuyahoga County will rely on complaints rather than proactive policing to enforce the mask mandate. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Monday, July 13th, the 35th anniversary of the Live Aid rock concert. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio broke its one-day record Friday for coronavirus cases with 1,525, well over the 1,380 recorded one day in April. It also hit 1,358 Saturday and 1,378 on Sunday. The 21-day average now stands at 990, a bit more than a month after it was less than 400. One month ago tomorrow, on June 14th, Ohio had just 300 new cases. The positivity rate on testing continues to climb, too, now standing at 6.7% when it had been steady at about 5 Coronavirus cases among Ohioans under the age of 40 are increasing three times faster than people who are 70 and older. New coronavirus infections also hit a record in Cuyahoga County suburbs last week with 747, way, way up from the previous record of 484. More than half of the new coronavirus cases reported by the Ohio Department of Health in the last week are from the three largest counties, with Cuyahoga County in second place. Video provided to Corey Schaefer, a reporter for Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer, shows a band of police officers clad in riot gear shooting dozens of pepper spray balls at a downtown Cleveland resident as he tried to get inside his apartment building the night of the May 30th riot. After a family cookout in Mayfield Heights, Kyler Lurz was standing at his door when officers came around the corner at East 9th Street and Superior Avenue and fired around. Lurz shouted that he lived in the building and turned his head just as a ball struck his left temple. He says he was then fired upon dozens of times. The surveillance video from his building is shocking. Police officers randomly firing at someone who is just trying to get home. Even after he gets in the building, they keep firing. Don't take my word for it. Watch it for yourself on our website. The video is the latest depiction of law enforcement using crowd control munitions on people who appeared to pose no threat during the chaotic protest that devolved into riots and looting. It's very different from the narrative that police have been offering. Cuyahoga County will rely on complaints rather than proactive policing to enforce Governor Mike DeWine's mask order. The county started a hotline for complaints and workers will contact individuals or businesses who are accused of violating the law. Such public health laws are meant to educate the public, like the seatbelt law. At first there's outrage, but over time it becomes common practice, health officials say. Even Governor Mike DeWine has said he does not want to have people get arrested for not wearing masks. And officials say the resources are not available to pay a team of people to enforce mask laws even if that was the intention. For those who think warnings about the coronavirus are overblown because the death rate is not soaring, reporter Julie Washington published a cautionary tale Sunday. It's about a coterie of COVID-19 patients calling themselves long haulers with symptoms that last more than two weeks. 
Most long haulers were never sick enough to be hospitalized or placed on a ventilator, so their cases technically count as mild. Yet some keep feeling symptoms for months. One patient, Julie Profiles, described intense fatigue, fever, memory loss, and severe headaches even 100 days after she became ill. Scientists cannot explain why some COVID-19 patients recover in the standard two weeks and others do not. Investigators said Friday they found no suspicious circumstances surrounding the death of a Cuyahoga County jail inmate named Michael Wormick. He died after a fellow inmate found him unresponsive in his jail cell early Wednesday. The medical examiner says further testing and investigation could take weeks before an official cause of death is determined. Wormick's death is the first at the troubled jail since a string of nine inmate deaths in 11 months that ended in May 2019. Those deaths sparked several investigations along with multiple lawsuits over inmate deaths and mistreatment of inmates by officers. The deaths also sparked widespread changes at the jail, including ensuring inmates get health screenings immediately upon being booked and the county ceding inmate health care to Metro Health instead of handling it on its own. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 